What's up, buddy? Hey, we are here. We are here. We it's are live. been a while. It has been a while. Well, what welcome. What are we welcome? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, man, it's 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 been a while since we've been on. Uh we made some changes if you've seen. It's pretty cool, yeah, isn't it? Looks pretty. Uh, uh, some more changes to come in the future. Uh, as we have our different uniforms per week, we will have a different look. Um, but as for now, I think we can just go ahead and get it started with Welcome to the Snotty Boys! You are now tuned into the Snobby Boy Podcast. Welcome to the Snobby Boys, guys. I am your host, Colby. This is my man, Joe Chill. Um, yeah, guys, it's been a while since we've been on. Um, we're happy to be back. Um, it's It's been quite a season so far. I mean, we're at the halfway point. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, let me uh, just get right on it and make sure that you hit the like, subscribe. Uh on your YouTube and make sure that you hit our social medias. Uh, make sure you're following there, share with your friends, do all that good shit. Um, so what's been going on behind the scenes with us, Joe? I've been, uh, working hard and revamping a few things with us and getting some, uh, some new content dropping for everybody. You guys have probably seen us, uh, changing up the look of a lot of our posts we've been uh been a lot more active on ig and on x and dropping some new fun graphics for everybody uh trying to get things looking uh a little different for everyone and enjoying uh the ride doing that with you my friend it's been fun uh collabing together and and getting this stuff grinding away and getting it going this has been good definitely has um just got a comment from Ellie. She seems to have a thing for Kyle. He's not with us anymore, so sorry. <laughs> like, if you don't like it. Um, anyways, so, uh, yeah, beyond that, guys, I mean, it's we're, we're still doing our thing, trying to connect with all the different OSCs, um, getting around everybody. So, I mean, make sure that you show us show some love. To, about us to your OSC. Um, we would love to come out sometime and maybe hang out with you guys. Um, but let's get into a little news, shall we? Well, uh, is it the one that just dropped about a half hour, 45 minutes ago? Uh, yeah, man. Our buddy Some Kyle. Stuff. Oh, my goodness. Our, 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 our buddy Kyle Walker uh, seems to be, he's going to uh-huh. be in the sun tomorrow. Um. He uh he's going to come out and tell everybody that he considered going to Byron to escape his dirty laundry. Basically, um, he allegedly has two children with reality star Lauren Goodman. Uh, he has issued an apology to his wife Annie, whom he has three kids with and one on the way. Um, and to quote him, right after that, he goes, "I made idiot choices and idiot decisions." I can't begin to think or imagine what Annie is going through. I've tried to ask her, but there's pain and hurt. Duh. 
Of course there is. Jesus Christ. Duh. <laughs> I, I, I find that hilarious because I, I just don't get that mentality as somebody who is a sports star and is like, you know, you're on the best club, best club in the world. Like how are this is going to get out to somebody and you really thought that it wasn't like the fact that it on. hasn't come out before is shocking enough to me because of what you just said. It's a, it's a reality TV and personality, a very high profile athlete um, on a very high profile club. So you would have thought this would have came out over the summertime, which is why he was looking to leave for Germany and going to Bayern. It all makes sense. Now we have a lot more details as to why, Kyle uh, was was rolling, looking to roll to Germany. So it's long, long time coming with uh, this information because he never really wanted to leave City, but he was trying to do it for uh, less drama in his personal life. But we shall see what uh, what transpires when all of this hits the uh, hits the airways over there in you know five six hours when everyone starts waking up on the across the pond. So it's yeah. hitting news here, you know, late Sunday night, but it'll be right page news on all the tabloids over there first thing in the morning when they all wake up. So we'll see what uh, if he comes out and addresses anything, uh, you know, with the club or if it's just a blanket statement from the club saying, hey, we support Kyle and what's going on. And we're not going to have any more right. comment going forward. One of those standard, you know, lawyery type talks. But we'll I'm interested to see what. uh what happens tomorrow when we wake up and what kind of uh oh dude the social medias are gonna go fucking balls deep into this guy it's gonna be gonna be a fucking hectic day i'll say that especially since he has already had um some not so good tabloid stories in the past with the covid sex parties and then letting his wang schwang uh, <laughs> So, <laughs> exactly. That's a, that's pretty much what he was doing. So, um, this is a a pattern of behavior, and I and I I know some of the first things that are going to start coming out along the lines of from the city fans is going to continue to crush him on why he's our club captain and he doesn't deserve it, and it should be Kevin, and it should be whatever. So I, I know that that conversation is going to start coming uh, from uh, the different, you know, city personalities that are. Out I'm there, sure. So. I'm sure. I'm sure. But here's my thing. Like. It, Kyle's been there. You mm -hmm. know, like Kevin's been out. And when they sorted out the captaincy, like, I, I feel like he was the best move considering he has so much tenure with the club. Because he is such a leader in the locker room, like mm -hmm. aside from his his outside bullshit that we just talked about, like mm -hmm. he's been he's solid. He's he he's the guy you go to. He's the guy's guy, you know. Um, and but the, the, and that whole conversation that has I've seen it numerous times across social media. Um, it doesn't really matter what we think. The players chose him. They wanted right. him to be the captain. Not the vice, not just be in the leadership group of five. They, the players in the locker room, chose him, and that should be good enough for everybody else, in my opinion. So, yeah, I 100% agree with that. Um, 
So we got a little news, a uh, little little colleague personal, not personal. That's stupid. Why did I say that? It's not personal. <laughs> <laughs> it's not personal it's because we have we have uh, a personal relationship with him. So we do, we do. Um, so our good friend Crunk Chocolate, um, he is doing a little shady gang. Hey, so he's he's doing uh he's doing a little tour. Um, and he hit us up and he will be coming to Washington, D.C. Um, I'm sure that he's going to be putting out something, uh, if not tonight, sometime this week about it. Uh, I feel like we're first releasing it, which is probably not good policy, but all in the same. We're really excited about it. Um, so if you can, and you're in the Washington, D.C. metro area, it would be really awesome if you came down to the ugly mug on May 19th. And hung out with all of us. Just saying. It's the final match of the season in the Premier League. Hopefully, we'll have another one after that in the Champions League final. Um, I think we will. But the, I, I, let's hope, you know. But it'll be the last Premier League <laughs> game of the season. Um, they're, considering the way the race is going, it could be a very meaningful match. And it's going to be on a Sunday. So start clearing your schedule now. See if you can uh, make it down because we'll be there. Um, doing some live podcasting and video and content creation. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Yes, absolutely going to be a lot of fun. We are very excited to see him in person and, and hang out and have yes. a couple of drinks and talk city. Because we've had, we yes. obviously collabed a little bit on a few uh, episodes for him and, yes. and with us. So it's going to be fun to to see each other in person and, and, and chop it up, as they say. Absolutely. Maybe give him a little tour of DC. Let him see what we know. There we go. I like that. Listen, listen, Ted's bulletin was fucking awesome. I'm just saying. If you're <laughs> listen, if you're if you're ever in the DC area and you come down to watch a match with us or with the club, uh the OSC, just take a stroll north and go to Ted's Bulletin. It is worth every penny. Great brunch. Yes, great brunch. Probably the be- one of the best brunches I've had ever. And that's saying a lot, considering that I've spent a lot of mornings after going to Echo Stage on M Street, going to brunch out there, like that's saying something. So if you get a chance, Ted's Bulletin, and this is not a paid advertisement, by the way. <laughs> we just had a good experience when we went there. Really good experience. <laughs> really good experience. So let's get into the first half of this Tottenham match, man. We, 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 oh, I want to say it, but I'm going to wait. 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 Save it. Save um, it. Oh, I'm just licking my chops. God damn it, that was awesome. Um, so first half, let, let's let's just before we get into it too far, we'll, we'll, our predicted lineup versus our actual lineup for this year for this week. Not our best score. Not our best score. We, we, well, we've been doing it for the, the last. last <laughs> we've been doing it for the last couple there. weeks. The last one we put out there was eleven for eleven, spot on. So this, you know, missing two or three. Uh, it's definitely a step down, so we're going to try to do a little better next. It time. is, uh, and well, and you know, and you know, the thing of it was, is I think, <clears throat> I think we did it a little bit prematurely. I think we should have waited probably like an extra two hours mm-hmm. to post that because it literally right right then is whenever they were like, "Oh yeah, Kenji's not playing," and you're just like. Uh- Damn it. <laughs> well, it in Damn the Cap it. City Blues, uh, where we posted it in our in our OSC's Facebook page and group, 
I did update it saying Diaz. Would be yeah. <laughs> Before it got posted that that was going to be the lineup, I did change it saying Diaz would be in for a kanji. So there's a little wiggle room, a little gray area there where yeah, you know, we might talk us a little bit, but I did update it. So we'll, that, that's a little bit of a win. Joe Joe has Joe has been our voice for the predictions. I, I kind of just followed suit because I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. I get it. But no, yeah, we, we, this week wasn't our best. But going forward, I think we'll do pretty good because we've been pretty good in the past. Um, but going into the first half, this let's just on the whole, on the whole, this match was mundane. In so many ways. Um, the only thing that made it not that was the obvious, which we'll get to. Um, but on uh, aside from that, we really did hold shape and possess very well against them, considering that they were kind of a mirror image at that point. Like they were they were very compact, they were very uh, and they were marking people very well, which I was very impressed with. Like, congrats, like, shout out to Postigulu. Like, he actually, he is impressing me a little bit. Mm-hmm. But, but, on the whole, completely mundane. Yeah, it was, what are your thoughts? It wasn't a whole lot going on. There wasn't a lot of key things that popped up too much. The biggest thing was, was Oscar Bob's goal being disallowed early in the match uh, for a uh, toe being offside pretty much when they drew the line it was it was very 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 close um so that was the 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 biggest takeaway during the first half was a goal being disallowed early which would have changed the the tactics i think that that tottenham would have come out with earlier um but i thought josco Yoshko, excuse me, Yoshko. That's how he likes to. Ah. Um, <laughs> and and Kyle, uh, I thought did a great job pinning their uh, their fullbacks deep and having to defend more. Their wings, mm-hmm. uh, Timo Werner and I can't remember who else was wide, but they were they were pinned back because we were pushing Yoshko and Kyle so high. And yeah, for, and in the the game plan Uh-oh. in the first half. Uh oh. You kind of stuttered there. It's okay. <laughs> okay. Well, now I stuttered a lot because you just said, uh oh. Um, I, I had thought that we might have any technical difficulties. We haven't done a lot of lives. So, no, no, um, no, we haven't. It's all right. So, the having uh, Phil a little bit wider on the right, yeah, still central, and he was, he kept cutting in and creating so much space for Kyle out wide that that was super dangerous and super and really effective getting uh long diagonals to Kyle and and mm. creating that space for him so that was uh well designed and clearly something that was picked out by Pep in the in the staff to say if we set Phil here and have him cut into space into the middle he's going to drag defenders out of the way and and their left back was going with him every time and leaving Kyle with lots mm. of space um, yeah, it was unfortunate that we couldn't have capitalized a little bit more with uh, the space that he was getting. But I thought yeah. he uh, he was Kyle in particular in the first half had a, a really strong game, and he's had moments of of whoopsies and lack of concentration. And 
given everything that's been going on, I think we understand why that might be happening a little bit more frequently this year. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> um, so again, guys, these these guys are human. They have personal lives that affect yep. their them, nice. themselves. That's just that's just how it is. But I thought he played really well in the first half, um, and it was really fun to see uh, Oscar getting run with the first team, like with pretty much a whole first team squad. Uh, yep. from the beginning and not just coming in as like that super sub for 20, 25 minutes, but getting a chance to really get a, his feet wet and play from the beginning and see what he could do. And he did not look out of place at all. No, not at similar. all. And very well-deserved placement yeah. for the first team this week. Yes. And it reminded me a lot of last year when Rico started getting some minutes and when he was okay. on, on the pitch, he looked like he belonged with that with the with his uh teammates he didn't look out of place a lot of times when you see academy guys come up in their first few matches getting run mm -hmm. you you can tell that they're still academy guys and they're not quite up yeah. to speed with everybody else but those two guys last year with rico and then oscar this year especially against tottenham i felt like he fit in he belonged he things didn't slow down when he picked up the ball he his mm -hmm. movement off ball was great uh, and it was in line with what we were trying to do um, so I, I, I really was paying attention to him in the first half and, and seeing what he was doing just because yeah. it was, it, he hasn't gotten a whole lot of opportunities to, to start a meaning, like a really meaningful game from the beginning with the full group. So that, that was enjoyable to watch. And he, and he definitely, even though he was subbed off a little early, um, uh, fun to watch him him play. Yeah, absolutely. And and to elaborate a little bit on Kyle's play, uh, one of the things that I've noticed this season um, is how we are playing out of the back as him is basically the pivot. Um, this is literally the first match that I can think of over the course of the season that he has actually been able to capitalize from playing out from the back from that side or even coming up the wing. And I think a lot of that is attributed to the fact that like I said earlier, Tottenham actually played a mirror image to us a bit um, as far as how compact we were. And it really helped the wings get that open space consistently. It happened every time. The fact that we didn't capitalize on it in the first half is a little upsetting. Um, but credit to Pedro Porro, who is a former City player. Um, I, I said it a while ago. I actually said it to Kyle. Um, that I really wish we wouldn't let him go because he has the speed for that position that we absolutely need. And when Kyle leaves, we're not, who, who's going to replace that? I and mean, he's the best possible replacement for that in my eyes in terms of speed. Now, I do agree with what Kyle said to me about him as far as his size. Kyle DePedro's, you're, you're talking about a six foot king and a, you know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. short king over there, like real short king. Uh, but it's, I, I really feel like we should have in some way, shape or form within his contract had some sort of thing with Tottenham to have a buyback because mm -hmm. I think he is going to be one of the better right backs in the premier league going forward. Granted Kyle's exit happens in the next couple of seasons i think this is just somebody you need to look out for um so yeah what else those were really my biggest takeaways for the first half there wasn't a whole heaping lot of stuff happening really besides us us 
moving the ball well. I thought we moved the ball well. I thought the off-ball movement was good, which I mentioned before. Um, yeah. And we and they didn't really threaten Ortega much. There was very little for him to do. And his distribution in the first half was good. I think throughout the game, yeah. his distribution was solid. There was only one moment where I was like, ooh, that wasn't the best ball that he played. Um, but yeah, big facts. He, he came off his line when he needed to. He had a couple of uh, of times where he was quick off his line to shut down any kind of over uh you know long ball over the top and just mm-hmm. cleared it away when needed so I, th- I thought he did well um against a top quality team and not just like a you know second third tier cup tie that he's gotten in the past he's he had to be on his game because this was a big deal um yeah so it would have been nice to have that first goal scored there in the first half but we had to wait a little bit longer unfortunately yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, first half was the first half. Um, let's take it to a little bit of halftime. Uh, give you guys a little uh, video experience here for the next 20 seconds. Uh, in the meantime, me and Joe are going to get some things together, and then we're going to come back and we're going to finish the second half and tell you about some other stuff that we got going on. Merch drop. Hey. See you in a second. You are now tuned in to the Snobby Boy Podcast. Did you like that? I did that. Uh, I love that it ended with Rodri's Champions League goal. That just gave me goosebumps all over again. Hey. Listen, make sure you hit the like, share, and subscribe button, y'all. Tell your friends. Tell them all. This is uh, this is about to turn the fuck up. All right, so. We guys. can feel something on social media all week when we were promoting our, our new ep- our episode drop it tonight. We did, we did do a little tease. I asked you guys what was in the box, and I'm pretty sure our best return comment to that question was from our OSC president, Scott Brokaw. Uh, uh he, he he definitely put a dick in the box joke right for everybody to see, and I'm not sure everybody got it, but shout out to Scott for doing that because that was mint. Um, so, guys, this week, uh, while we were gearing up for everything, um, you know, I, I found, some, found some time in my schedule. Uh, I recently started at Penn State University. I am... Currently, a uh, a law and society major, which may change very quickly because I don't know how long I'm going to be able to stand relearning American history that I already fucking know. Anyways, (laughs) we decided we were going to drop a website. So you want to go give that website a look. See all the little content we put in there. You got a bio in there about us as a collective and us as individuals. A few other things in there that you can look at. Um, And while that is a part of everything, we also did a little something else. And um, we decided we wanted to make some merch. And we decided that... We wanted to make a statement and make a movement. 
So without further ado, <laughs> what's in the box? Our, what is in the box, you might ask? Here you go. This is our merch drop, the limited edition merchant ship anti journo journo club t shirt. Get yours right now. Get yours right now. I cannot fucking wait to wear this shirt. Cannot wait. Got them in the box. Got them in the box, right? Here's the front. Here's the back. Here's oh. the back. Be a part Join of the, the fleet, y'all. Please. Be a part Join of the, the fleet. fleet. We are so excited for this merch drop. We hope that you guys get on board with us. We think it's a fucking good thing. Anti-Journo Journo Club, that's the movement. Oh, she oh. said, I couldn't type fast enough. It's fine. I totally get it. That's my fault. I got you, girl. Hold on one second. I'll <laughs> <laughs> we'll throw it back up. Don't worry. We'll throw it back up there in just a second. Where's my banners at? Uh, let's see. Uh, you can do that. There we go. Uh, I, and I'll make an exception if we can, Ellie, uh, as you're listening to this, I will make an exception to what the webpage says. Uh, if you contact us on our email, we can discuss it and proceed forward because I know that you are not a U.S. resident. So uh, if you do want to get one, we will we'll talk about it and uh, we'll figure something out. Sound good? Um, it's a great, it's a great name, by the way. Oh yeah, that's that's right. Yeah, that's actually his. That's actually his daughter's name. So my youngest daughter's name is Ellie. So, yo, and she, she, she dude, she's a baller too. Mm-hmm. Yes, she, she is. Yeah, do you want to tell them where she's at her academy at, or is that is that slightly shameful? It is. It is <laughs> hey, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna own it, and I'm gonna be proud of of my kid. So um, because. Man City does not currently have a U.S. academy over here. Um, Liverpool yeah. does. Uh, Wait a minute. Uh, hold on a second. Hold on a second. There are two campuses in Columbia and di Rockville. Di different things. They have a campus. However, How did I just get not... birthday bubbles on my shit? Who did that? I, was, <laughs> I didn't touch a thing. <laughs> Somebody there? just put birthday. Just, what the, where did that come from? I love the 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 balloons. Right? Uh, like what just happened? Was that Was it a word we said? I don't know. Is there is AI? I word? don't know. I maybe. <laughs> Are they not always like Exactly. Um but they have Are You guys using WhatsApp. No man, we are not. Do a peace um, sign again. This? Is that what happened? Oh shit. <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! Holy! Thank you for showing us that. that was, <laughs> what the hell? Why did balloons come up? Why, why isn't it like some kind of like um I don't know like some tie dye or some shit? That'd be fucking. That would be cool. Well, now we know. <laughs> Thanks for showing us that. that was, Appreciate that. Good luck. The, the more you know, right? The more you yeah. know. Um. Uh. So, anyways, we're on to the second half. Mm -hmm. The second half was again Monday. Um, but to start it off, can we talk about Paul Tierney? Oh. Dude, double. 
Do do this double horns? No, nope, that didn't work. Fuck. Do a double metal and this? No. Yes. Nope. <gasps> Ooh, now, now you're in a rage. Ah, <laughs> uh, this is way too much fun, y'all. Way too much fun. Thank you, Ellie. Right. You're you're killing it over here, right? Big. I real. I, I real. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. When she started, she consistently asked about Kyle, and I was like, "What the fuck? Are we not good enough? Like, what happened? Is he, is, Kyle's not that pretty. He's my he's my best friend, but he he is not that pretty." <laughs> but anyways, yeah, um, dude, I'm I'm gobsmacked that, that even that happened. Right? Like, hell yeah. Now we know. If you ha- if you have any more like hand gestures that we can do just for fun, like I- throw them in there. Otherwise, I'm getting off of here when we're done. I'm looking them all up. Uh, exactly. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so uh, Paul Tierney, he was a absolute. See you next Tuesday. The whole match, which is to be expected, unfortunately, because that's been par for the course with him. Let uh let Tottenham kind of get away with just about whatever they wanted to, let uh let things get out of hand because it was a physical game. But he absolutely got to the point where it was it, he was losing control of the match very quickly. So uh, well, and that that has been a common thing with these referees, not just this season, not mm-hmm. just last season, not just and the that, season before. It's always an it's issue with the fucking refs. It's not just yeah. us either. It's other it's matches not. I've watched because I watch a lot of foot, a lot of footy, and it's a consistent issue across games. Yeah, and and it's other clubs. The the consistency levels. Like if you're going to give a foul, you better give the other team that fucking foul too, mm-hmm. because otherwise, what's the basis of a foul? Or it, 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 if anything, it's just showing favoritism at that point. Like you cannot run a match and have authority over a game if you do not hand out penalties equally. And that that, that has been our biggest problem between him, Anthony Taylor, the rest of the lot. They are all bad. Period. They honestly need to be retrained. If they're not going to take the retraining, they need to be sent down to League One or League Two. Put them in non-leagues for all I fucking care and show them what a real Sunday game is mm-hmm. and see what they fucking come back with. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. It it's just it's become so incredibly frustrating. And you, you like I I, I it, usually okay, so being a Steelers fan, my buddy Matt, go over to his house. Like, and this is a thing since I've been a kid. Like, we have foam bricks. Literally Uh foam bricks to throw at our fucking TVs anytime shit happens. Like we fucking need those Uh every week. And it's stupid. They're they're just the accountability level is is really what it comes down to. But I digress. Um I keep I keep putting I keep touching my phone for my notes and they're fucking right here. Dumb fuck. (laughs) You did that for a reason, so you didn't touch the phone. It's in my face. Um, 
So Spurs totally handled the first 10 to 15 minutes of play uh, at the second that was their half. Best run, that was their best run of, of form for the whole 90 or so minutes was that 10 yeah. 15 minute stretch. And that was, yeah. And it, and it wasn't like they were bossing it either, but they just looked better than the first half. <laughs> you know, the, yeah. It was, it, so it's it's not like we're saying that they dominated or anything, but they they improved upon a very poor first half for them. But it didn't last very long. Last, no. Like we said, about 10, 15 minutes, and then yeah. Pep adjusted to their adjustments at halftime. Um, yes. And ended up bringing on the GOAT. Oh, Kevin DeBruyne. Oh, Kevin DeBruyne. Yeah, dude. Like, I wish I had the fucking thing on here. I don't have it, but whatever. Um, the website is nearly nice, fam. Thank you. I really appreciate that. I definitely Colby spent about a of, yeah a lot of hard work yeah. on that by Colby. Yeah. So and it was it was them. total it was totally evolutionary oh. too. Like I was, thank you. I, I was totally evolutionary too. Like you're just sitting there. I was like. I got to like three pages and I was like, this might be enough. I think that like, you know, it handles everything. And then I just, you know, next page, next page, next page. And I just kept thinking I'm shit. So yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you. It's, it's not often we get compliments. So it's, it's, it's nice to hear them. Um, yeah. Kevin, Kevin Broida comes on um, prior to that. And even still, as I said, in the first half, plastic, plastic, glue was just mirroring what Pep said. And I and I'm totally I'm not even gonna lie, our homeboys from Hollywood Kipax are in here and I'm totally stealing what they're fucking saying. That's that is exactly what I saw. Exactly. To a T. It was him and Mirroring Pep. We looked exactly the same. And the fact that we were able to get out on the wings the way that we were getting our men open, I, I like we should have done so much more. We should have done so much more. Um, Pep or excuse me, Kev comes in in Kev fashion, like he's had he in the last couple of matches that he's been put in as a sub. He creates magic, like just he just creates magic. There's no there's no other way to say it. Um, you it's 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 tangible, and you can see it happen when he comes on. The flow of the game is just totally different. And he yeah. sees and be is able to pick passes that nobody else is able to from from different angles. That's the thing. Like he's been when he's come on as as a sub, Pep is pretty much just throwing him out there and saying, "Go play wherever the fuck you want." Yeah, and and float to the left, float to the right, press up, drop back, wherever you feel like you want to be. I trust you. Go do your thing. And yeah. it's been very hard for any opposing team to 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 mark him at all because he's been all over the place. Exactly, and, and picking up places, uh, spaces in between lines, dropping dimes to 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 players from deep, from just it's just I'm I'm so excited to see him back and watching him play. Side note: the Browns moved to Baltimore. They're called the Ravens now. So right, it doesn't matter what color you paint them; they're still shit. <laughs> I live. You can right tell here. you can tell Joey McCune I said so. <laughs> Um, so yeah, uh, so again, in typical fashion, he, he, he gets a ball in, I forgot from who doesn't matter. Gets a ball in the box, snaps one, goes just a little left, man. Little okay. Left. okay look, 
going back going back to the first half, Bob, we talked about that that shot. Like that was that was a sitter. No way about it. They were it was just a sitter. And it was missed. Same thing here. We've got to do better in the box, guys. We've got to. It, it's these these missed shots that we can be and I'll give I'll give Cred, uh, Kev some some leeway on this. Um, being that he's just coming back. I mean, yes, he's had an assist. Yes, he's had a goal. He's had a goal. Yes, he's been a difference maker in the match. But right there is when we kind of needed that. Mm-hmm. Just say we needed it. We, we just just for pure fucking uh, just energy. We just needed the energy at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, but going a little bit further, uh, let's just let's just take a second. All of us that are in here, all two of us. Plus me and Joe, um, can we roast on Richarlson because he's literally next to Bruno Fernandez, the biggest bitch I've ever met or I've ever seen in my life, like ever. He's, he's just ugh. There's there's nothing that I like about his style of play. No, how he behaves on the p on the on the pitch. He's Dude, just, he's just a, a a ugh. I've seen like, and I I I hate to like connotate him with like U seven players, but like he acts like one. Mm-hmm. Like I, 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 my, my kid who plays, I, and, his, and the kids that he play was, they have more maturity on the pitch than he does. That's what the fuck dude. Like, sorry for the F bombs. Jesus Christ. It, it's, it's, it is. It's, that. it's just, it's so. Oh, it is maddening. It's just maddening to watch. It's just maddening to watch. It's preposterous, is what I'll say. Um, you got any? Uh, if you got any comments about Richarlison that you want to throw out to us, please do so now. Uh, because yeah, <laughs> exactly. Oh, <laughs> uh, so just getting a little bit past that. Um, so we came into this match with one fucking mission. One, that was to score at Spurs. We finally scored at Spurs! Yes! <laughs> Fucking hell! Source, unlikely source, too. Not without... To- totally! Bernardo, totally! Not what? Julian. Not uh, literally, that, he, he, he has been an unsung... Ake has been an unsung hero. Mm-hmm. For not just this season, but even last season, he 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 was there where he needed to be. And I, there's one thing that I have harped on about our team is cleaning up the fucking garbage in the box. What did he do? He was right there. He was right Gosh, there. Dude. And I'm gonna I, and I'll say it like I said it again. He put that in with a not today bitch authority. Mm-hmm. And on that beautiful cross from the corner from Kev. Shout out to Kev again, making game-changing plays for us. The unsung hero on that play and the entire game on corners was Ruben fucking Diaz. Every corner that we took, he was in their keeper's face the entire fucking time. He was bumping him. He was making him uncomfortable. And on that particular goal, he didn't do anything wrong. So any Spurs fans who have won a bitch and moan that he interfered with the keeper your keeper one has to be stronger and extend his arms to punch the ball and not alligator arm that joint. you're not <laughs> yeah. gonna do shit doing that and i know i'm talking about because my daughter plays keeper, so <laughs> guess what 99.9 percent of the time i'm gonna side with the keeper on most of those situations because my kid plays 
but he did two things wrong. He didn't extend his arms to get a clean punch, and he let fucking Diaz bully him the entire game and didn't call for help. He didn't ask for one Tottenham player did not come in and try to push Diaz away. No. From and and this was I watched it every happen every corner. Diaz would walk into his space, bump mm-hmm. him, and be in his grill, and not a single Tottenham player would come over and, and move him out of the way. Your job yeah. is to protect your keeper in these situations, and none of them were doing that. So I don't feel no. bad for you. Not no, one no, no. bit. So we're not gonna and whine I, and complain about any goalie interference. That was not the case no. here. And I just wanna I just wanna spill on Rubes a little bit. I think that haircut did something for him because prior to that haircut, his form, guys, has been subpar. Well, the the subpar. haircut the the haircut came along with also a change in relationship status. I believe he oh. and his girlfriend oh. have split. From oh, what I've been seeing, that's a really that's a really girl thing to do. By the way, I'm just saying, so, like, change your hair after a breakup. <laughs> well, his hair was. <laughs> but listen, I'm cool with the energy. Control. I'm cool with the energy right now. Uh, I, feel, <laughs> I feel like part of his dip in form this season had to do again, kind of like with Kyle. He's got some personal life situations going on. Yeah, except he wasn't. It might sound like he wasn't getting any nookie. Where Kyle was. <laughs> Kyle was getting too much. He would get a little too much on the side. So, but, uh, yeah, but Ruben, Ruben was much better, and I'm hoping that he's now yeah. back to being fully focused on please what oh. on the on the team because when he's on, he is world class, best center back in the world kind of situation when he's on form. But he has not been yes. recently. Uh, so yes, yes, or yeah. Friday, Friday, these Friday matches. That was yeah, right. That's such an odd day to put a match on that is of that level. And like, I think everybody bitched about it. If mm-hmm. I'm not correct, tell me I am, but like, whatever. It, it, yeah, like it's just, I honestly feel really bad for the traveling fans over there that had to make that trek from Manchester down to London Friday night. On a Friday night, like, yeah, dude, I, I can only imagine the M's over there are just like both sides, northbound, southbound, eastbound, westbound, like just fucking jam fucking packed. And then not only that, but I mean, a lot of the people over there, they take the trains and sometimes the fucking train systems, they'll just like out of nowhere. Like, oh, this fucking line isn't working anymore. Oh, and it just, it screws right. up everything. And it just so happens to be to the destination that we need to get to. Like, no, 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 no shit house. Are you going on there? No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. And, and shout out again to our traveling fans. Cause the 9,000 yes. made the trip were fucking yes. loud. They so were loud. Raucous. They were giving the I felt like it was at home. energy. Yeah. And they had like goals home. To, to bust out the pause then at the away stadium. Bro. Had just I love when we that do that. Fucking awesome. I love so it. Good. Oh, so you can they can make their jokes about the empty head and all that kind of shit. But our away fans are fucking second to none. They are second to none. Wonderful. They are wonderful every time we have an away match, no matter where it is. They travel across Europe for for uh, Champions League matches. They'll go mm-hmm. to. Tottenham on a Friday night, knowing yeah. that they're going to have trouble getting home until Saturday yeah. at some dude, point. So, dude, see the see the pictures of all the crews that are traveling mm-hmm. over, especially especially for Champions League matches, dude. It just like I, I that's it, it reminds me. I'm sorry, guys. 
Browns fan in here, but like that's how Pittsburgh travels, and that's why I love this club. You literally in in the United States, you cannot go to a city and there not be a Steelers bar. The biggest Steelers bar in the United States is not in Pittsburgh. It's actually in Phoenix. Like it's there, we're everywhere. We're everywhere. And I love I love that we are becoming everywhere, not just domestically in England, but also over here and everywhere the fuck else. It mm-hmm. is recruit away, people. Recruit away. Bring your friends in. They'll fall in love with this club just like we have. Exactly. Exactly. So we finally scored at the 88th minute. Authoritative, man. It was just authoritative. Um and, oh, and, and one uh, more thing on Ake. That that dude had the the stones to try to take a header when he was on the fucking ground. Did you see that? I did. That I man did. went for a header when he was on his stomach when a dude was putting his boot in. That guy is a warrior for us. He's putting his body Absolutely. on the line for the club. Absolutely. You have to love that. That was... Oh. Can, can, can we slay Chelsea a little bit right now and just be like, like bro, Kevin... Okay. okay. <laughs> like you guys give up really damn good. There's a burger at my nan's house. It's getting cold, lads. Sorry, bro. <laughs> Microwave it. Uh <laughs> although I'm not gonna lie, Jake, I'm sorry, dude. Like I totally don't condone microwaving because lots of reasons you'll get to know me as you continue to listen. But I'm sorry that your burger is cold. Um, turn the oven on. That's 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 the best advice I got for you right now. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, eighty eighth minute goal. What was it? It was it six extra minutes on top of the whatever extra minutes from halftime. I think it was like five. Yep. So in total, we have eleven minutes of stoppage time for this match. Completely unfucking necessary. Um, but nonetheless, big W, guys. Big W. Um, which leads us into the next thing. As you guys probably saw today, uh, we drew Luton Town at Luton Town. Um, big hot take, though. Big hot take from our boy Crunk. Uh, he messaged us earlier, and he said, people are nervous because they're playing good. Well, it's Luton. And they got, like, was it 15,000 seats? Not even 10. That's a 10. That's a 10,000 seater right there. Yeah. And so, you got to, uh, and you got to enter through, uh, someone's you know, apartment <laughs> to get into the stadium, a fucking dominoes or some shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we drove looting away. Fifth round. I, I, I I'm, I, I, everybody's throwing out the whole, like, oh, the treble's on, the treble's on, the treble's on. I think everybody needs to hold up a second. I'm not saying by any stretch of the imagination that Luton Town are going to take this match. I think that we're going to take it to them, as we should. But I don't want to be that confident. All in the same. Do we have it? Yes, absolutely. But on any given day? I don't know. I don't want to. I, I don't want to speculate. I don't want to do all, the, all that bullshit. But I, what I do want to say is that we are city. 
We are the standard in the Premier League. We are the standard in the world right now. So I got high hopes for this. Really high hopes. Um, so going past that, we want to do a little thing with you guys for the four of you that are in here right now. Um, we want to chat with the comments section. Um, that's going to be a new little thing that we do on our shows. So if you guys have any questions, you have any hot takes, any of that, hit them in the chat right now. Um, and we'll get to them. We'll talk about them. We'll talk back and forth. We'll do the whole thing. And, uh, we'll have a little bit of fun with that. Uh, we'll give you guys a couple of minutes. Um, but as we do that, let's look a little bit forward to our next match against Burnley. Home against Burnley. So we will be having Vinny on his return to the Etihad again as manager of Burnley. I fully expect him to get a hero's welcome from the crowd, standing sure. O, and a really nice, uh, really should be a really nice moment pre-match for, for him, for the club to recognize him. And then once that happens, it's all business. And I, and yeah. I feel like Burnley. He knows I, what's up. Yes, he does, and I and he knows his own. they they they've done all right scoring goals this year. They've had a rough go of it stopping them, and with all of our guys coming back in the form that we've been in recently, I think they're going to be in for a pretty long day. Yeah, yeah. I, I, and I hate and I hate doing it to Vinny, but at the same time, three points. Listen, he point. knows he knows what he signed up for when he signed that contract. Okay. Yep. And it's not to say that Burnley are a bad club. They're in the top league, guys. Yes, they're at the bottom, but they're at the top league. Also, though, the culture that is being groomed in that club right now through TJ Watt is going to be big. They just need the money to build. That's that's where the, I think this is going. Like it just it. They just need to build. They can stay up. I really feel that there are teams at the 15, 16, 17 that that, that could fall. Mm-hmm. And they could stay up if they try. I think that they should have done a little bit better with the window. I know it's not closed quite yet, but I think that they should start looking for pieces to fill. Uh, Vinny being a second year coach in the Premier League. Um I I, I think that he's still kind of taking it in and he's kind of being loyal to the players that he has, which is great. And I respect that. But all in the same, this is a business at the end of the day and this is the business of winning. So you gotta go to your your front office and say, hey listen, dude, like we can do better. We can totally do better, but you need to give me a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So and it doesn't necessarily have to be a, a purchase. It doesn't have to be a, a buy. You, you can find loans out there for guys yeah. who are like fringe on other Premier League and and, and other uh, you know clubs that are looking for more game time that you can offer them uh, avenues that way. That's that's yeah. how you you grow a little bit. And they they're going to have to increase the quality because they they have good players. But if they want to stay consistently up. They're going to need to, yeah. to to recruit a little bit more uh, 
to bring in a little higher quality player. So I'm I'm hoping that they can stay up. Maybe these uh these punishments being handed down to Everton if they get a second yeah, one this exactly. year. <laughs> yeah. And if uh Nottingham get a get that book thrown at them too, we might have a couple of might have very interesting relegation rates because there'll be other clubs being docked potentially soon. So we'll see what happens. Not that we should be speaking about those type of things, considering allegedly that there's 115 charges. Now, I, I think somebody was fucking with me earlier and said there's 116, but definitely 115 charges still there, mm. allegedly. But it's, uh, yeah, I, I, I think I think that Burnley can do better. I think they should do better. Um, they're just not going to do better against us. Uh, and I, yep. and I, I don't mean to sound so cocky, but. Well, for, for the for those teams <laughs> at the bottom of the table, these aren't your your matches that you're looking at and saying, these are our important ones. These are, if we can get yeah. something from it, gravy. If not, we weren't expecting to get points from this anyway. So what they need to yeah. do is focus on the clubs that are around them and taking points from them and the clubs that are like mid-table and not mm -hmm. so much the top-tier guys. They just need to get some points on the board. Um I did want to mention going forward too, because as soon it's going to be February, we have seven matches in like a four week span. February going to be fun. We had, we went from only having like three or four matches in January to having seven, I think, in a very short time. I think we have four in ten days at one point. So it's going to be a two uh, two match a week situation going in through february so uh, i expect a lot of uh content coming your way from us and enjoy lots and lots of yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and yes! you're gonna have a lot of a lot of city to watch coming up in february because we're gonna be yes we are oodles of matches which is very exciting so excited about it it means we're gonna be busy yeah we're really busy very very much so I'm all right with it. I'm totally all right with it. Um, so no comments in the comments section for our first episode. We'll get you guys eventually. Um, so for now, before we go, it was somebody's special birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday, Joe. Thank you. Last, last Wednesday, the 24th, was the yeah. official B-Day. 37 yep. years young. 37 years. Hey, listen, man. I got like two weeks, and then we're on the same page. And it's your so, turn. That's my turn. Fuck. Fuck. Dude, I don't want to get old. It's, it's hey, not fun. Just, it's just, it's nothing but a number, man. You're only as young, as old as you feel. And I, even with, with two, listen, a 12 year old I, and a nine year old, I don't feel old at all. Well, no, listen, I, I recklessly abandoned my body as a youth. Jackass was a very prominent thing in my teen years. <laughs> and please believe that me and my boys took my dad's camcorder during snowstorms and stupid shit and did the worst things you could possibly think of. Like, I I still remember vividly in my head this dude uh, I grew up with. He lived down the street from me. And my buddy Thomas came over. He lived in a neighborhood like a mile away. Um, came over and spent the night. We got up the next morning, went outside, go down to Mike's house, knock on the door, get him out there. And he, this motherfucker, I'm God bless you, Mike. He's a short dude. 
He's real short, dude. So <laughs> I found the most dry but also icy patch of road that I could find in a snowbank. And I ran as fast as I could, and I towed him onto that thing, and I watched him cartwheel four or five times over the snow pile. And it was probably the best thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Brilliant. It was so much fun. <laughs> All right, guys, listen. Hit the fucking bell. Hit the subscribe. Follow us on social media. Go to the webpage. You need the webpage? I'll show you the webpage again. It is right here. Leave that up there for you a second. All right. Thanks for joining us. We really appreciate it. Um, Ellie, I'm glad we squashed that. I'm glad we know you didn't have a thing for Kyle because I was really starting to question it. I'm not lying. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why is she so worried about Kyle? He does have really nice hair. I'll, I'll give I'll give my best friend his due. He has really nice hair. I, on the other hand, uh, I had to sacrifice some shit. So, you know, it is what it is. That's fucking age. Um, and then, like I said, make sure you hit that subscribe, hit the bell, and stay up to date with us. Uh, until next week, guys, toodaloo. It's been fun. It's been real. If you want to order our T-shirt, once again, order merch, you can email us at snobbypod.com or snobbyboyspodcast at gmail.com. You can see the website for details on how to order that shirt. Um, and, yeah, guys. Peace. Peace. Hold on. I think I got something. I think I got an outro or something like that. Maybe. Maybe. No. No, I'll show you the t-shirt card again. There it is. Boom. Get your merch. Get your merch. merch. All right. Till next time. Love y'all. Peace. One love y'all.